I'm about to do something, I think. Would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. At the time, I thought it was chow like goodbye. You know, like chow, arrivederci, sabaro, papa chow. I'm writing it back. So they obviously wanted proof of funds. I didn't have $5 million to bank out. So I falsified documents. <laughs> That's what I do. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Great cash, homie. <laughs> it was the Pleasure Palace. Yes. There it is. <laughs> yes, the Pleasure Palace. Don't you dare, Isaiah. As long as you close your eyes, it's not bad. Yes. Yeah, see that thing it got me all up my face that i may have salt in my beard that's a salt brother it's just kind of it's a really good vibe and i do come up here for golf a lot and and i've golfed some of the best courses like pirate's cove and so you're telling me the hornier the deer the more likely he's gonna die yeah you know what you kind of hit it on the head to be honest no god please no no if anything we deserve a reward or something like a trophy <laughs> is this is this where isaiah finally talks yes, yes. okay Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Listen Local podcast. My name is Isaiah Moingen, and we are sponsored by the wonderful Pequot Lakes and Gull Lake Sanitation. Those red cans, and there's some black cans out there, too. But I'm joined, as always, by Jacob Blazer and Colton Mayer. Welcome to the show, guys. Got a little, what's that word? Like a little something extra in your step? No, what's that phrase? You got pep. it. Pep, pep, pep. There pep. you go. Pep <laughs> in the step. Colton's got a little pep in his step today. So uh, welcome back, Jacob. How Thank was you. your uh, how was your time away? It was good, but um, I spent a lot of time driving because you know I was in a Tesla, but also not a lot of time on the beach, which sort of surprised me because I'm on a, at a beach house. Okay. So um, it was really windy out there this trip, but it was good to see some friends out there and family, and yeah, it's good, very good to be back though. Last week was fun. We had some cool guests come in and got to chat a little bit about uh, Cross Lake Town Square and uh, brought some really nice ladies in with some new businesses in the area. So sounds like there's a lot of uh, kind of new stuff coming uh, to, to just Cross Lake mm -hmm. and Town Square seems to be kind of humming. So it's kind of cool to catch up with them. Colton, how has the last uh, week or so been for you? It's been good. Um, yeah, we've had the, the weather kind of trickle in and out in spring now it's winter again but trying to stay optimistic the end is near the light is at the end of the tunnel well, what weather <laughs> well you you know the snow or the slush it's nasty out there yeah, it's it's not fun which since i like to make everything about me let's make it about me okay mm. i asked both of you the other day if you wanted to go to the twins home opener with me and you both said you actually had to work which i don't Weird, know what that yeah. means yeah. but Weird. i have tickets for you guys and then come to find out this weather is going to force that twins home opener to friday so now i'm going friday and now you guys wanted to come with but mm. i can't because i already invited other people so mm. poo poo on you oh okay you seem like somebody that could be able to get two extra tickets pretty easily I just but maybe i don't want to you guys said no to me that's kind of what i was getting at <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of those twins Colton, at least you and I are baseball guys here. So are you excited for this upcoming twin season? Of course. Okay. Do course. you think I the twins are going to be good? with a super optimistic outlook on the season. And then by the all-star break, I yeah. kind of, you know, Buxton will be hurt. The pitching will be horrible. They'll probably trade Correa. Yeah, that's in the talks. Yeah. Already trading them? Yes. <laughs> I saw an article 
on the onion? No. Wow, I did not see that one yet. I don't know how I didn't. Do you read, think like I what didn't a, read too far into it? But I saw the, an article that <laughs> said that it could end sooner rather than later. Well, they I I don't get it because yeah, I mean sports talk here for a second. The Twins have probably the one of the best shortstops in the minor leagues coming up, who they've been talking about for years since they drafted him, and they've got a decent second baseman. And I don't know if Correa can even play third base. Like it just really didn't make sense. But hey, he'll he'll. Bringing people to the seats for sure. Yeah, sort but of like thirty-one million dollars a year worth of people yeah. in the seats. Yeah, and baseball. Funny thing about baseball contracts: every single penny is guaranteed. So, if he even if he stays one year and he signed a hundred three million dollar contract, he gets it all. Crazy. So I heard of this new thing the other day. Uh, my my uh, friend from Michigan taught me that there is a contest out there or a challenge per se called the 999 challenge any of you heard of it is this like the ninth green at nine like uh no uh so the concept is nine beers nine hot dogs in nine innings Ooh. Oh, I leave it. I feel like I could get behind that. Yeah. That game. So it sounds like that's going to be attempted at some point in the next week or so now that, uh, Baseball or, is, where are we going to do it? Just sit at well, the I'm gonna, park? I'm gonna, no. <laughs> I thought you had to do it at the ballpark. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's the ideal scenario, but okay. <laughs> um, I prefer not to spend $300 at the ballpark on hot dogs. That's part of, the, part of the challenge. Yeah, exactly. You, I, you pay, I'll do the challenge. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can't right now, Colton. I think I'm going to practice at home. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that's interesting, and leave it to a guy from Michigan who all they have to do – when they watch their Detroit Tigers is drink their sorrows away. Yeah, that's kind of the shot I threw at him, too. But he's a big Twins fan now. And I that's got him good. off of Budweiser, and now he drinks McGolden, so I'm pretty happy about that. So, As any self-respecting man would drink. Correct. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that right, Jacob? Something like that. Um, <laughs> I would like to introduce our first guest of the day, someone you have got to know probably pretty well. On a friend show. of the show. A friend of the show. She's been on a couple times. And... Has some updated news. I think we sort of teased it last time she was here that she'll be on again in a couple months with updates on her book, updates on the Lake Country Journal, and really just if she's fallen out of any trees lately. Emily Struess, <laughs> how are you? I'm doing great. Emily Struess, could back. you get closer to the microphone? <laughs> I'm doing great. That's better. <laughs> Thank you for having me back. It's a Welcome. long, long trek to make it here. So Yes. Um, is that a Dennis Drummond Wine Co. It sure sweatshirt is. you're wearing? I am repping for Dennis Dr- Drummond Wine Drummond. Company today. What yeah. do you what do Apparently you Apparently Jacob them? doesn't know about this. Wow, here we go. I'm not super listen local. It's because Dennis it's because Drummond. they haven't contacted him to make a video <laughs> like this. How would he know it exists? Best wine in the area. Really? Ever, anywhere. He is from wine country. Okay. He we did an article about Dennis and his wife, Jody, they have put a lot of time and effort and research into the study of wine, which is like really chemical in a way, okay. you know, it's like chemistry and he teaches classes and all that stuff. But anyways, they live here and they built Den- Dennis Drummond Wine Co. And it's amazing. Wonderful. Wow. Thanks for that little tidbit. I didn't, I, honestly, I had no clue and that's on me. But it seems like I'm in the very minority on that because as you told me about them 15 minutes ago, I have now heard the name four times, not even on this podcast, not like one, two, three, four. It was like four and then you guys. So six now in the last 15 minutes. So obviously you are repping their sweatshirt very 
proudly. Your pointing is yeah. really good for radio. It's, yeah, it's great. And it's also a very real thing. So we're not, what? it's not just like uh, April Fool's joke no. that we're playing on you. It's it's a business. It's yeah. local. Yeah, a beautiful building. Successful. Outside of town. Beautiful yeah. Where building. is it? Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, southeast of, of town, of Brainerd. It's a direction from here. Okay. Correct. So Emily. Just pick anyone and go. Yep. 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 Okay, cool. It would be helpful if you went south. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, that's all I need. Just, just go south. East. Yep, gotcha. Emily, what's up? Yes. Um, so many things. So I just got back from New York and attended a four-day conference in New York about writing and getting published. Um, mm. So I'm working on two different books right now. One is the first is nonfiction that's getting published locally. Um, much easier process than going with a traditional publishing house, which is probably most of the works that you think of that you know are traditionally published in some larger publishing house, which is extremely hard to do. So I was meeting with agents and editors. Wow. All those New Yorkers. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> she says to me about 15 minutes ago, I'm going to do the whole interview in a Long Island accent. Long, so. Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So yeah, so this was more for the nonfiction book out there, correct? This, no, the fiction. The fiction one. Yes. Yes. So it's a whole process. Serious question. Yes. Is there a fictional character that falls out of a tree? No, no. That's just the real story <laughs> of the nonfiction book. It's real. Even when I write it, I'm like, well, who did this happen to? <laughs> and how are you still here? Any, um, okay, back to seriousness. Any yes. updates on Outfit My Life? We are redoing our website right now. Okay. So not a lot has changed besides just releasing, um, working on our fall apparel line right now. And there's like some cool embroidered tees. That we're nice. That. That's cool. That's what excites me. I think about all your projects is that one. Um, but next, and there's so many, like, I, I think each one, like, I feel like it's really challenging. Right. Okay. The most recent one is I recently released a, um, women's journal that is like a life path journal for women. It was designed and published by myself, um, which I thought was not possible. I was like, I'm just going to see if this is possible because I've seen other people do it and I don't know how. Um, so that has been awesome and people can buy it off Amazon. They can buy your book. Yes. On okay. Amazon. Yes. I have a That's copy. pretty sweet. That's really sweet. Yeah, I, f I feel like we glazed over this super cool, important thing that, I mean, you have like published pieces out there. Yes. And that's, that's a bigger deal than we kind of just gave it credit for. I mean, well, that's pretty impressive. I love it how you. you guys can't see this and Colton's looking at me when he's like, we just sort of grazed over, you know? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I kept trying to like butt in and be like, wait, so you have, you have like published pieces out there and jacob was just talking about trees and you know bringing up the, <laughs> bringing up the past <laughs> so yeah you have published books and journals yes. and novels and magazines yes it is all published so the books that i'm working on publishing right so the one that is available now is specifically designed for women um to choose a life that is authentic to themselves there's a lot of challenge in a modern society for women that is very new to like options that they can make with their life. And one big thing for me, for example, is solo travel. It was not advised for me as when I was in my early 20s to be traveling as a solo female. Um, so a lot of that, a lot of women um, ask me a lot of questions about that. So that's why I decided to design this journal that is for women to speak their truth in whatever it is in whatever capacity of their life 
that they're struggling with speaking their truth, that this is just a platform for them to be able to put all their thoughts down and really help them decide what they desire Mm -hmm. their life to look like. Like you said, you have been traveling a lot. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that whether you're in northern Minnesota or New York or on a beach in Florida or wherever, you're actually helping yourself when it comes to these novels and these publications and writing in general? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm currently taking a master class by this author who was published first when he was 34. And he said that a lot of people want to get published when they're in their early 20s. But he said the issue with that is life hasn't really happened. Like you haven't been hit by life yet. Um, it's both the good and the bad, the beautiful and the awful. You know, you just need life experience to be able to publish a really great novel because it, people read for either light, two reasons, light entertainment, or they're trying to learn something about the deeper levels of humanity. And um, to really write a successful best-selling book, you need to be able to appeal to either one of those two things. For sure. I always wondered that too, because I've known a couple other authors um, from around the country that they just said their best work gets done when they're not home, you know, and they're not at their office sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like you said, you've been traveling for years now. And I think a lot of that experience has helped with even the fiction book maybe as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just, just wondered. It does. It definitely does. Travel is central to life for me, mm-hmm. you know, like being able to be in a creative process i need to the environment that i'm in is really affects it so let's transition lake country journal we haven't had you on since colton sturm's cover and the you know the photos and that one and i think that was the best addition for photos of all time Mm -hmm. and especially the cover that was pretty sweet the cover received a lot of amazing feedback for sure i saw colton um, had posted it on Instagram that he was in like a, I, I don't even know what it was. There's a, a snowmobile magazine out there that, that photo, the cover photo or oh yeah a photo from that shoot. I don't know if it was the actual same. I think it was the cover that, photo. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was getting like worldwide attention mm-hmm. and I don't know if he got first or second place in that. Yeah. That I think he ended up, ended up getting silver. So I think he was ended up getting second on that one, but still it was awesome where they were running polls and he'd go in and vote and stuff like that. And they were up against some really sweet photos and, the fact that you were able to be the first one to kind of showcase that, it's really sweet. Yep, It's such a powerful shot. And it was really not so typical for Lake Country Journal. Typically right. we yeah. have like the lake and the sunset, <laughs> and, which is beautiful, you right. know, and that's really what we represent here. But it was really cool to get an action sport on the cover because mm-hmm. that I don't know if. I don't think that's ever happened. No, it's such a huge facet to our area too. I mean, it's yes. it's been growing in popularity mm-hmm. every single year and with the trail systems and just the mass amount, even the dealerships that we have and all of the infrastructure to just create those sports. And now we've got all of these like nationally recognized snowmobile competitions coming to our area mm-hmm. is huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were just talking the other day about the, the hill cross event that came to Skigo last weekend and we had like Fox racing out there and, you know, all of these huge names and Levi Valley was doing an event and all these locals could go out and compete and, you know, for bragging rights and all this stuff. So it's cool to have that and to show people that we're, we're more than just lakes and snowshoeing and, mm-hmm. you know, all of the stuff that is beautiful, but, you know, we're, we're more than that. So, yeah. And I think, I mean, we're, we're actually going to dive more into mm-hmm. those snowmobile events here uh, later in the episode, but this, this recent issue of the magazine, tell us, tell us a little about it. Yeah, so April-May was recently released, 
And there's some really cool things in that one. On the cover is a canoe that is upside down. They built a chandelier mm -hmm. out of this boat. Boatelier. <laughs> and there's a really, it's cool, you know, that's what I, one part that I love about just being in this little cozy community of Lake Country is we can put things like that in our magazine. Like right. the story of how this boat showed up, you know, and how they decided to craft this um, in this upside down hanging chandelier thing. So it's really cool. Um, we write, we talk about the North Country Trail. Do any of you know what that is? Please enlighten us. It is, so it stretches across east to west, the United States. It starts in New York, and it goes across Minnesota, and it uses several different sections, so it's a hiking trail. So there's, like, the display of the map in there, and one of our writers actually shares her personal story of hiking on the trail. Nice. And then my personal favorite is a mental health article about a woman in Brainerd who has a business called BrainCore. And it's study of basically how the brain operates. So she takes a brain scan and basically can look at your brain and see what parts are um, functioning normally, higher or lower. Because <laughs> there are parts that aren't functioning. We're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. there are some parts that are under-functioning. Um, and so just based off the study, she will actually tell you what your behaviors are. So if you, mine, for example, I had this brain scan done, um, and mine are associated highly with risk-taking behaviors. Mm. Like climbing trees. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like traveling and across like, the world by hmm. yourself. All of a sudden I see myself <laughs> bungee jumping, yeah. climbing mountains, <laughs> falling out of trees, and I'm like, this is interesting. That's very on point. So Time out, time out, time out, time out. We might have to go around the room right now and think of what each of our brains say about us. Colton, let's start with you. What would your brain say oh, about you? I was thinking more so. What is yours going to say? No, mine would break the machine. Probably. We, already knows, we already know what his would say. What would it say? Well. Say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say it. <laughs> I think there would be overactivity. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I, I disagree. I'm pretty, I'm pretty chill, laid back fella. <laughs> There would be no scattered brainness. They find scattered brainness in that. Yes. Yep. So probably wouldn't find that in yours. One cool thing about it is athletes take it for um, optimal performance. Interesting. Yes. Tell, it can like take tell us you more. Like what? What do they find in that that would help the athlete? So, um, well, as you all know, a lot of athletic performance is mental, and so being able to focus better and so through an athletic performance stance you look at the brain and how it's functioning um, in reaction time and you can actually just by training your brain improve certain parts of how you perform and function can it improve Kirk Cousins pocket awareness I, I can call her I can okay. ask <laughs> <laughs> I'll, we'll have a few I'll notes see what, for her I'll see what she says about that not too uh, shabby. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's insane. When you were telling me the story the other day, I mean that that technology even exists. It I is mean, so crazy, and that it's here. Yeah, too, yeah. You know, the fact I that would... you can have this done in Brainerd, and mm -hmm. they can tell you that you need uh, more motivation or you need uh, whatever. It, it's just it's cool to know that and like have science behind it to 
you know, be aware of what's going on in your head, literally. Literally, yeah. Yeah, I know a few friends that have gone there, and they all swear up and down about how effective her treatments are and the things that she's done for them. So that's awesome. So is there like types of treatment, or is it more like a therapeutic thing where it's just like FYI, this is what it is. Be more aware of it, Mm -hmm. or is there actually like treatments that she goes through to help? like way all like balance all that out or do you know yeah so she does like a series of uh like brain training it totally just hit my headphones on my microphone yeah i was wondering what that sound was but <laughs> I, God, I still can't think of what my test results I've, i i would bet just based on me trying to process what my test results would be yeah the, the results would say that i overthink things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah i think that's probably what it would say mine would say i'm really tired right now i don't think the listeners care <laughs> It would probably give you that information, though. You have a tired brain. Mm-hmm. If they had like a, a <laughs> that's, that's what zero, cool. <laughs> zero activity whatsoever. Yeah, I think they, like, they, they, they pull up. Yeah. They pull up Jacob's brain scan. She's like, "Here, we have an audio." No, I think <laughs> that's what the person that I'm with brain would be like. They're just so exhausted from my <laughs> go go be. go mentality and probably go 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 brain. Go 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 go. That go, go, they're gadget. just um. Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs> Google Gadget brain work. Okay, cool. Back to Emily. What other uh, fun uh, articles came out of this issue? What other, I mean, classic home feature? We talk about interior design elements in this issue. It is many Minnesotans notice around this time of the year. Well, one, we're very confused about our emotional state because we think that it's spring and then it snows. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, not yet, not quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that. It's a, a real level. emotion. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. I feel that. Like we get on those days, those first few days where it's like 50 degrees and the snow's melting. We get like on this emotional high of like, oh, wow, yeah. Like mm-hmm. get some vitamin D and it's a completely different day versus when you wake up and it's like, oh, I might die on my way to work today. Yeah. I mean, oh, <laughs> jo- jokes aside, like seasonal depression is real. It is. But I swear, like I'm very okay with winter like i i like winter i enjoy I winter too. and i don't I feel it. like it affects me but then when the sun comes out it's like oh this is this is nice i miss yes. this mm-hmm. this feels like you, you wake up with more energy you you feel better when you're driving down the road walking down the sidewalk everything is just better and i promise you just wait when the sun is actually out for like multiple days at a time those of you who have wives will notice that she will just start like moving things around in the house. Mm. It's gonna be like, maybe we should redo. Do Do you think that this wall should be like white instead of taupe or a different color? Maybe <laughs> and at like that yellow? point, I would be like, would you like to move out of the house? I wish. <laughs> I wish I could married. say. I wish I could say that that does, that conversation does not happen every single day. But it's it's yep. probably two to three times a day that my wife says that year round. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It seems to happen more in the spring. There's like the whole spring cleaning thing, and it's like you want to get rid of a bunch of your clothes. It feels so good to get rid of things. Mm-hmm. Like you ever just like go through a closet, and you're like, I haven't worn this shirt in literally seven years. It's funny you brought that up, though, because Isaiah and I were just talking. Uh, we grabbed lunch before this, and we ran into a couple people who said, spring real estate market, right? Like it, it's a big point in our business yeah and our comment to them was how much of this is just this like 
psychological thing that everybody's just convinced themselves that they're like doing the right strategy and doing all of those things. But then when you comment on those, should we paint the wall? Should we move? I mean, that's, that's a very, it's very common for people to get that cabin fever and come out the other end and be like, we need a change. Yes. So that's also represented in our April, May issue. Well, I've exhausted all my questions. What else you got for us, Emily? I've been extremely entertaining today, as everyone is going to hear. Yeah, Jacob, you you look tired. I don't know. I need a brain scan. <laughs> everyone should practice meditation and yoga. Is that why Come you're, to my yoga class. you're extra chill today too? I is that why yoga. you're extra chill? You're like I box super chill. That's why. Oh uh, yeah, you box with Tanya. I do. Uh, yeah, nice. our friend Tanya. She's really <laughs> like, strong. <laughs> Just I beat could, her up. I could never. Tanya, don't ever try to hit me oh. if you're listening to this. Yeah. Because she would win. Yeah. Her kicks are wild. You guys have some yoga classes here. We do. Yeah. Wednesdays and Saturdays. Great. Have you been? Me either. <laughs> yeah. I would expect that from you, but. You should. You what should does that mean? <laughs> wow. He hasn't drank beer in three weeks. You haven't drank beer in three weeks? I have not. What's going on? What's Nothing. Like? Not, I mean. S- some spring cleaning. <laughs> I, that's impressive that's my own form of meditation yeah. <laughs> just torture it's good to do that every once in a while can we sort of kickboxing thing up here colton cleanse the body <laughs> why not okay sure sounds good oh that's the greatest workout of your life i bet do you think you could do jujitsu i have done jujitsu it's becoming a really popular thing again the thing about jujitsu is i started in jujitsu because my friend convinced me. And it's really, really practical training. Like, I learned how to flip someone that was literally twice my size over my back. Sweet. Which was so cool. And then this this tiny girl that, I kid you not, weighs 80 pounds less than me, just, like, annihilated me when we were training one day because I was paired with her, and I was like, this is going to be a joke. And it was not a joke. <laughs> and she was really, really good. Um, so things like weight like you think that if you like get into a physical situation or you're trying to protect yourself, that if this person is so much bigger than you, like there's nothing that you can do. So it's a very practical training, but um, sometimes you just want to hit. I want to learn jujitsu for that reason, because when Isaiah doesn't set up the podcast stuff, I would like to do <laughs> you that. Like, to throw like over your smaller back. guy throwing <laughs> the bigger guy over my back. And so you can confidently travel the world by yourself. Yes, and fall out of a tree. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw a guy doing jiu-jitsu uh, right along Washington Street. <laughs> he was no, right next to the stoplight. No, that's just uh, Eminem Jr. I know who you're talking about. That dude. Oh, man. He Emily. looked like he was, knew what he was doing. It always brightens my day, though, when I he drive does. by. He's yeah. like, oh, there he is. Yeah. Yeah. Singing yeah. You know what I'm talking dancing. about? You, you know oh, what we're talking about. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yep. Yeah, on your way home, probably, or oh, some people call him eight mile. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's on his corner. Dude. Yeah, he's a whole vibe. Yeah, he's a whole vibe. We should get him on the show. What, is, what would his brain activity say? <laughs> we got to get him on the show. I love that everyone knows who he Dude, is. Dude, he's awesome. He, he is an he's icon. He's made news stations before, like Minnesota News. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The craziest thing is I actually saw a second guy doing that, and I was like, now something's going on. Yeah. Here. He yeah. wasn't as good, though. No, he, he wasn't. Was, no. <laughs> no. He was just a... He wasn't. He was very he new. Was he didn't seem as confident yeah. in his <laughs> rapping ability. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Well, we got to call Colton. That's our next guest, Sturm. We're calling him. We're call him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Talk about the snowmobile stuff that has oh. been going on over the winter and what he's been up to, and yeah. Well, congratulate him. 
Thank you, crew, for having me on the podcast. Thank yeah, you. We'll have you on after great. one of the two books is published. Maybe fiction, nonfiction. Yeah, I, I still think we do a, a book release here. We should I'm, do it. Okay, for sure. you're it's the boss. Be the nonfiction first. So that's all right. Yeah, all of the secrets revealed. That's what it's called. No. Okay. It's a great book title, though. That's a it great, is. That's a great I know. book title. <laughs> it's called Start Here. <laughs> okay. Thanks, awesome. crew. Thank you Thanks, so much Emily. For us. Good uh, to see you. Are we going to play some Anderson Daniels or how does this one go? Next to that welcome sign, we never took stage. Came close in 99, still folds on Chevy's. Still flying that old glory. A Duffy style, penny on nights to the place to be. Don't remember what I was thinking last time I was leaving. Let's just let's get the energy going. Let's go. I know. I know who can do that. Petey Pablo. Thank you for listening to the Lickin' Listen. Logo. Why is this <laughs> still on here? Oh, that was awesome. So thank you so much, Emily, for coming on and uh, giving us uh, some info on what's going on in Lake Country Journal's world. Always fun to see that out. Did you know I actually got a signed copy of this uh, this upcoming issue here? From Did who? you guys? From the editor. Who's that? Emily. We just had her on. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. All right. So anyways, that was uh, very, very fun having her on and hearing that we have kind of our own, uh, another like local celeb in the building. Yeah. You know, she's actually a writer. I could not write uh, a book to save my life if uh, ever. Um, Really? I've seen some of your writing and I feel like it's very, very good. Wow. You're really, really full of (laughs) (laughs) oh man Uh, but yeah so uh got some snow today everyone's feeling really good uh you know we don't need spring right let's just snow through may and june and you know let the snowmobile snowmobile riding commence yeah that's a question i'm gonna have for our upcoming guest here which you're gonna give a call to right now isaiah beach boys is cold Colton Sturm. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm actually looking for the captain of the Pleasure Palace. Well, I'm one and the same. I'm one and the same. Oh, there. my goodness. How lucky are we? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you boys doing today? Excellent. Excellent. I don't know if you know this or if you've listened to the intro of uh, the show, but you, you made the cut. What? Yeah. I'm not. I Now I need to listen. Dude, mm-hmm. dude I broke out my skills that one of the two skills i learned in college and that was creating some um cool sound effects stuff i don't even know what to call it that's how good i was in college but yes you had one of the what's, best clips what's the other one uh, what's the other talent that you learned uh <laughs> that is for the after hours version of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> It has nothing, <laughs> nothing to do with audio, visual. Oh, visual, 100%. <laughs> uh, Colton, what have you been up to? It's been a while since we talked to you, and there's. it seems like following your story on social media, you've sort of been everywhere. Yeah, I've been uh, kind of chasing snow the last couple of months and um, did a little race this weekend at Skeagle, which was a lot of fun. And kind of, yeah, doing a lot of social media. We had our spring shows for length and – but now we're, I'm, I'm trying to turn gears into work, but uh, the snow was kind of slowing me down. I never thought I'd, I'd be upset to see it snowing. Yeah, that was sort of one of our questions, too. Um, 
for someone like you, do you like this snow that's going into April now, or would you rather transition to how you answered this phone call with the Beach Boys? Yeah, I'd rather just transition. I mean, if I had, if there was snow like on the trails yet, and we had a decent base, I'd be excited. Like, Hell yeah, let's go ride. But you know, I mean, it's just like you know, it's just enough to be sloppy out there and. You don't really want to take your sleds through it. And Not exactly so kinda, ideal riding conditions. Yeah, I kind of feel that I'd rather have rain, honestly, than melt the ice and I can get to work because that bank account hasn't hasn't seen a whole lot of money go into it for the last couple of months here. So <laughs> I kind of want to see that number go the other way that it's going right now. You can't pull weeds in the winter or what? <laughs> no, I should. I should just get out there and just start ripping. <laughs> whole new business right there. Oh, yeah, completely I through, new. I drove through Breezy Resort yesterday while I was just on a phone call and know just keep driving kind of thing and there was still three or four vehicles uh trucks out in breezy bay what guys out fishing so sheesh yeah. seriously yeah i think we got a ways to go gosh Son of a gun. Colton, that sucks colton you did mention the hill fest event out at ski gull and I, I caught up with you for a few minutes out there and you you just had this like excited look on your face that you were getting back into like some competitive racing how how good did that feel Oh, it felt great. I mean, I, I was going to run my X Games Hillcross sled, but then I, I unfortunately damaged it in, um, when we were testing out the track. But then, the, you know, I, I tried running my trail sled, and just that type of snow, it was just too much for it, and it just wasn't a lot of fun. So then I, you know, it was nice to be able to get back into racing. Right. You know, that was, that was awesome. But then I switched over to Levi's Tri-5, uh, my buddy Mitch did not read the rule book and he's never raced a day in his life. Okay. So I'm like, Hey, you're going to run Levi's try five. You can run my Mach one. And he goes, Oh, you know, I, I don't know. I've never raced before. And you know, he was, I, I think he was a little nervous to try it out. And I was like, no, it's done. You're doing it. So he, he's like, right, I'll read the rules, read the rules. He goes, yeah, I can do this. This is great. Signs up, but he didn't read the rules all the way. He didn't realize that the race is an hour and 15 minutes long <laughs> <laughs> and that you can have teammates. So you can have people, you know, switching off with you. And he goes, man, there's no way I can last that long. And I'm like, Oh, come on now. So I switched over and I did that. And man, that Levi is not kidding. That is probably the most fun snowmobile race ever. I mean, that was so much fun. And honestly, one of the coolest things from being out there, like I said, I just stopped out quickly, but were the the costumes and and these people building out their snowmobiles. It was like Halloween for snowmobiles out there. It was awesome. Can you, dude? Guys it just, was incredible. Oh, sorry, I had to cut you off. I was just. Can you guys just explain what that race looked like for for anybody that wasn't able to be out there? So it's all 2000 or older snowmobiles, right? And he just makes this, you know, track on the side of the hill and there's no bumps in it to start. And then by the end of the race, there's like, there's seriously like six foot holes out there. You're barely moving. If your sled's even moving at all anymore. And in the first turn, there's 48 snowmobiles piling into this first turn, right? (laughs) And we, we all start out in like an L formation. So it's not like it's a perfect straight line because there's not enough room. And it's a, it's what, what's called a Le Mans style start. So we all run to our snowmobile, start it and go, mm. you know? So, I mean, if you're, if you're quick there, you can get a whole shot. And in the second moto, I was really quick and I forgot 
coming into the first turn, I was like, man, I'm, I'm pulling the whole shot. I actually have helmet cam video of it. And I totally forgot that there's a whole nother group of people coming in really fast from my left hand side. (laughs) And I, this guy just squared up on me and just dented my sled, all the, all the shit. It was hilarious, but it caused a huge pile up and, but man, it was like, you know, no pressure, go out there and have fun. That's all it is. And you know, we're all on older sleds. So, I mean, it's, you know, there's only so much you can do. And some of the costumes, man, there was Ghostbusters. You had, um, um, What's that movie, Jacob? Uh, Top Gun. They had those guys, and I tried to get a video of them. It was the greatest thing I think I've ever seen. They're riding two up on their sled, and they made it look like a fighter jet, and they were hitting these rollers, and they were catching air, and it looked like they were flying. Like, they had the wings on their sled. (laughs) Oh, man. It was so, so cool. It It was honestly, it's a blast. I imagine those wings didn't last that long. They lasted longer than you thought, actually. They made it like... I don't know. It was probably good. twenty minutes in. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was built very like sturdy too. I, I remember seeing that. I'm like, that could that could hurt somebody if you you get too close to that thing. Um, yeah, it seems like such a fun race to watch too. Because I mean, we have there's so many different facets. There's so many different types of snowmobile racing, and hands down, like a heads up race like that is always like there's so much more bumping and grinding and you know, just action packed to it. So 48 sleds completely coming out, people running and just firing them up. Yeah. And if you don't get it on the first pull, pull you're probably SOL. And <laughs> Oh yeah. And it, it was such a cool event. Yeah. I knew I was in for something as the first thing I saw after going through the gate was a guy in a Sasquatch costume riding a sled. I'm like, what, what's going on here? And then I see all these yeah. other words. I'm like, dang, but, and they had a phenomenal turnout. Like, I, I, I got to say, I wish I would have, like, read more about it and, and even taken it more seriously and, and planned on spending a couple of days out there because Red Bull went all out and Fox Racing went all out. And, I mean, the DJ out there and getting, and getting Levi out there and having you out there. And it's like, it was a phenomenal turnout. Yeah, I was pretty blown away with how many people came out. And they didn't really advertise that much. No, that's what I mean, I didn't that. see yeah, I didn't see a whole lot. So, I mean, hopefully next year, year Levi's Tri-5 is back there and they have the hill cross, you know, the same, the same day. Cause that, you know, people could bounce back and forth when something wasn't going on. You could go watch Levi's thing and vice versa. So, I mean, it was, it was, it was cool and it was nice weather. They had Zorbis was out there with, um, a bunch of beer and mixed drinks and stuff. So you, you know, you could hang out there, have some drinks, watch some sled racing and, walk around in the, you know, in that, all that slush that was out there. I mean, it was, it was such a cool event. It was fun to do something like that again and actually compete a little bit, you know? Yeah. Did you see a lot of, was it, was it a lot of locals that came out or was it, you know, kind of a mix of a bunch of people from, you know, out of the area and here? It was a pretty good mix, honestly. I mean, I, I saw a lot of locals, but then there was a lot of people from the cities, Wisconsin and stuff. Like I used to race against back in the day in Hillcrest and um so i mean it was cool to see you know there was a pretty good mix of people yeah it's such a cool event and it's so it's so awesome i mean we had the owner on uh last week before the event and he was just telling us a little just a little tidbit about you know what 
this event is and, and kind of all that goes into it. But we were just kind of taken back thinking, holy crap, like this is the second like big event that's been sponsored that has come to the area this year for the first time. I mean, cause we have been, you know, we were a lot of, a lot of us are part of the Nisla 100 and that just got voted as venue of the year for course power, power sports. So it's so cool to have an event like that. And then this Hillcross one come to town and just to see all the community come out to support it has been really awesome. Yeah, it's and that's. I think you know. Honestly, this is like the last time I was on with you guys. I think I had done the Ditch Banger National, yeah. and I mean that's. Uh, and I keep telling people, I'm like, I think you know we need more of that stuff going on because then you get more people involved, right? You get more people that have a snowmobile, and they're like, you know what? Yeah, I'll I'll go race. You know, I mean, they they put on their work boots and mm-hmm. and they go out there and they have a good time, which is the important part, you know, and getting people out into the sport a little more and you know you don't need to buy a twenty thousand dollar race snowmobile now you can have more fun on one of these things almost you know and cheaper yeah yeah both of those events were awesome to be at and, and to see um and just having snow in general this winter seems like it sort of rejuvenated the area and people coming up and renting snowmobiles I'm, i know talking to colton mayor here like we were talking about snowmobile rentals in general this winter you had to put in months before if you wanted to rent a snowmobile up here so it's just really really cool to see yeah yeah i mean it was like every day you look out the front front windows of traders and you look out at you know the the parking lot there of snowmobiles that are all at lucky's and you could tell when the rentals were rolling in i mean it was the exact same blue indie from. I was going to say, yeah. I, I don't, I'm assuming Power Lodgers probably had those ones, but yep. it was every day at the same time. There'd be 12 of them that showed up, and it was just 12 different people riding the same sleds. It's funny. And that's huge. That our area needs that. You know, in bad winter years, the bars, you know, struggle a little bit more, but this year was awesome, man. I mean, you could go by any of these bars and it was packed with snowmobiles. There was more snowmobiles than vehicles, which was sweet to see again. It's, you know, like the old days again. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Um, before we let you go, uh, anything yeah. major from your links events over the last month or so, or anything coming up here before the end of the season? No, I think I'm, I'm pretty much done. Um, had an awesome winter. Got a, I got a lot of riding in, um, you know, we were, they were a little shorthanded on prototypes for 23, but I still got to get on a couple of them and, and play. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure what's coming for next year as far as, I mean, I, there's a couple of things I want to do, but we have to pull some pretty big strings to make them happen. But I mean, I definitely am excited for next winter. This year was awesome. Got a lot of riding in and a lot of cool areas too. So but now it's just, I bought land, got to build a house and, throw a lot of money away at that and and then work awesome. work 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 yeah so tell tell our guests a little bit about uh just a little plug about beach boys and and what they can expect for for this year and you know how to get a hold of you yeah so this year we are actually growing i'm building a second barge here in the next few weeks uh i just i was too busy last year and which is a good thing but i mean i was working 100 to 120 hours a week I, and i just was like i'm I need more, more employees out there. I need more barges. So yeah, we're really doing the aquatic weed thing heavily. Um, I'm actually going to start pushing dock cleanups or like dock cleaning, canopy cleaning, and then boat cleaning all by water. Cause I've got the big heated washer for it and I can get it on the barge and it's super fast and simple and 
keep everybody's docks looking good. So I'm going to be pushing that really hard because that's a one-man show doing that. And, yeah, just put my nose to the grindstone here. Phone, phone's already ringing. I mean, so it's it's a good it's a good thing, and I won't pick my head up until probably fall. Um, Do you just focus mostly on whitefish and gull, or is it something where somebody on Little Pelican has a big project and you'll go out there as well? Yeah, so I do mostly beach cleanups on gull and cross, okay. and then aquatically, I I will go anywhere in between gull and cross. Um, you know, sometimes I'll venture out to like Bacchus or something if it's a big enough job, and you know, south of Brainerd sometimes, but I try not to. Um, but I spend most of my time up on the whitefish chain. They got a they got a lot more weeds than gull does. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll I'll jump around Clark Lake. I mean. You know, Pelican Lake. I mean, I go all over the place for aquatic weeds. Sweet. Well, yeah. anything else, guys? No, thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, we'll thanks for having catch me. Catch up again soon. Yeah, we'll have to do a live show from the barge, I think, this summer. Let's do that. Do a live bar, a live barge episode right out there. Awesome. awesome. Love it. All right, man. Well, hope for continued success and all your stuff, and we'll talk soon. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. You have a great day. Yeah, thank bye you. Bye. You Later. The he's captain a, of the Pleasure Palace. He's a good dude, man. I, I like absolutely wonderful. I like Sturm. And we're going to have to give him shit for not listening to the new intro. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I had shown him. But. And halfway through it, I'm like, wait, were you on? I, I, can't, no, remember. Yeah. I can't remember the timing. It feels like when you said Emily hasn't been on for like four right. or six months, I was yeah. like, say what? I know. <laughs> we've had a lot of, we've only missed like one episode, I think, during that whole stretch too, right? In the, well, and then there was the one couple that we probably didn't air oh too true yeah. too true too true <laughs> too true too true um yeah and and i it's it's cool just chatting with him and talking about the events and the new events that have come to the area and i mean i guess we kind of hammer this into the ground but you know hats off to an awesome winter mm-hmm. and we're just gonna we're gonna proclaim it now um thank you for giving us the last snowfall and we really appreciate the snow, but it can go away. Um, and we can look forward to uh, some lake days. Yes, I want some lake days. Jacob, when's your new boat coming that in? That just reminded me. I got to email that guy. <laughs> um, oh, were you guys like hiding something on your phone over there? Uh, doesn't matter. For nope, the, for doesn't. the timing of this podcast, it does not matter. No, it really doesn't. Uh, thank you again to our sponsor, Tyler Gardner, uh, Pequot Lakes and Go Lake Sanitation. So if you're... Uh, you know, they got a new app out there. So if you're sick of not knowing when your garbage pickup is or you forget sometimes, uh, give those guys a call because they have a really sweet avenue to go on and pay your bill. And, uh, you know, <laughs> if you miss your you know, miss your pickup day, then, uh, you know, you can just give them a shout out. So uh, make sure to hit those guys up. And if you need a dumpster, too, I think they're your guys. Who, who, is, who are my guys? Pequot Lakes and Collect Sanitation. Oh, yeah. Tyler gardener ah. who's probably out plowing today and not garbage in that's what i would guess maybe this is the day jacob's mailbox goes away oh wouldn't that be <laughs> it snow snow go away <laughs> hit my mailbox another day so yeah oh gosh i'm glad emily we caught emily um what people don't know and i'm gonna say right now we had another guest as well um he couldn't make it this time we hope to have him on in the next couple of weeks Bumped into Emily, who was going to be on next week, and she's like, oh, I'll come on right now. So, yeah, I'm glad uh, glad that worked out. And then Sturm. Sturm's always great, man. Yeah, I just the the excitement that everybody gets from just talking to him. He's just he's a, he's a good guy <laughs> and also clearly has a passion for, for snowmobiling yeah. and, and likes to share it with people, so it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Isaiah, what's up? Let's say bye. Let's say bye. 
All right. Awesome. Well, thank you to our listeners. Thank you to our sponsor. And thank you for listening to the Listen Local podcast.